We're not human. Frank Caves, today's a pretty momentous day in your life as a soccer fan. Do you know what I'm talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about, Thomas. What's uh, what's up? So I saw today debuted the Harry Kane episode of Hot Ones, Hell where yeah. Harry Kane is eating hot wings. Uh, progressively hotter wings with the gentleman who hosts hot ones whose name escapes me sean evans sean evans exactly that's what i was going to say so brian have you watched this episode yet i have not my plan is uh to watch it tomorrow during work (laughs) don't you love working from home (laughs) Or are you working in the office? No, I'm working from home. I don't. Okay. I don't do all that office nonsense anymore. I forget that noise. Only when the CEO comes in, you gotta. Exactly. I have to make an appearance. Yeah, you gotta. He, you gotta go show that you are so happy to be there. I have to put on pants. Oh my Ugh. god! What a waste! Pants. Ugh. What are those? I it's um, hot outside. And... It's always hot outside. Because we're living in the end times where every day is now seemingly the hottest day in the Earth's history. But everything is fine. Nothing is wrong. And we're all great. Everything. Consume, consume, consume. Please buy an extra air conditioner. That'll fix everything. If we have enough air conditioners, things will be a-okay. And run them 24-7. None of this auto stuff. Just run them. No, just run it all the time. If your HVAC starts going on the fritz, you need to tell it to buy some darn bootstraps and pull itself up by the bootstraps. And it needs to just fight and persevere because that's what it means to be an American capitalist. Mm. Amen. Mm. Amen. Speaking of American capitalism, Harry Kane's not American. He probably subscribes to capitalism. He seems like a guy who subscribes to capitalism. He's probably a Tory. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, no. I would put money on him being um, Tory scum. But how... If you haven't watched Hot Ones before, it's a fun show. I would pick and choose your episodes. I don't watch every episode. I just watch celebrities I care about. I'm not like, oh, gosh, the new Hot Ones is out. Amy and I watch it probably once every three months. We're like, oh, look at all these people who were on the last three months. Let's catch up for the ones we we like. <laughs> go on a binge. Yeah, I do yeah. the same thing. We go on like a five or six episode straight hot ones binge. And then we're like, oh, okay, that's enough for a few months. Um, the Harry Kane one, though, I feel like you need to get some preparation in for this one. First of all, um, well, it's a balancing act because you have to prepare. But then also you have to be worried. What if they sell him? You got to watch it soon. Yeah, I mean... You know, if they sell them, then they're going to get a lot of money for them. So, you know, there's that. Um, and they'll use it on some no. random guy from Eastern oh, yeah. Europe that no one's ever no. heard of. But all the fans are like, oh, I'm so hyped for this signing. They'll they'll use it to pay down some, pay down some stadium debt. Yeah. I mean, you got the – they have championships in every other sport, don't they? The owners? I don't know. Or is that the Arsenal owners? I can never – That's that's Yeah, that's that's Arsenal. 
I can't keep those London. London yeah, the, the yeah. hub of soccer in England is in the north. So all that lower south, southern England stuff is it's kind of old stale news. Also, I don't know how you're going to be able to understand the guy. Like, did Sean have to take an advanced like street British course to understand what Carrie's going to say in this? Or is he just going to smile and nod his head a lot? I, I yeah, I think he's going with the smile and nod a lot. Um, or they brought in a translator. I'm not sure. Yeah, they shared a video. Hot one shared a video, and they did have subtitles embedded on the video already. Oh, there will 100% be subtitles. Oh, he's trying, and I mean the smile and the smile and nod thing. We're used to it. Anytime we tell people, "Oh, we have a podcast," they're like, mm, "Great." Yeah. That's I mean, awesome. Plus, plus, pretty much any time I talk to Alyssa, she does that. So, oh right, right. That's for sure. That's definitely for sure. Well, um, one thing that's more listenable than Harry Kane on Hot Ones, I I might watch it. I might watch it, but anything that humanizes him for me, um, I might have to go in and watch some highlights of Harry Kane backing into people as they jump for headers. To just kind of even it back up to bring me back down to earth because I can't I can't let him be humanized you know sure that's understandable that's fair um, well let's uh, let's go ahead and get into the show so you don't um, so you don't humanize us Welcome, boys and girls, to Brian Me, where podcasts where we talk about soccer and other things, other podcasty things. We've got one heck of a show for you tonight because we are recording this on the cusp, cusp of the World Cup happening down under in Australia and New Zealand, the home of Bluey. It's all going down. The Bluey Cup. You know, the red, uh, the red, white, and Bluey are already down there. Getting prepared, training up. Their first training session was today on Wednesday. It's going to be a great time. So we're going to talk about the World Cup. We're going to rate our level of hype, so to speak, because that's what you know. That's what you say is hype, and uh, and the like. Then I'm going to talk about how I've kind of we we gave Felix so much crap about going on a heel turn in his soccer fandom, and I went. A direction I was never expecting mm. to go. Never. Mm. Never. Uh, we'll talk then about MLS refereeing, which we'll only be able to talk about it until we get nauseous. So that segment shouldn't be too long for everybody. I'll talk about how I went to watch a U.S. men's national team match because uh, mainly because the tickets weren't as expensive and the ticket and the seats were really good. That's the only reason I think I went. And then we'll end it off with ask BAM questions. And by golly, do we have ourselves a slew of ask BAM questions? And I'm really excited to answer them. Even ones from Frank. So let's get in. Let's get into it. Uh, Brian, the world cup starts by the time our episode is done recording. It, it might actually begin it's kicking off next week for those who really into it. If I mean us Americans, cause we've loved soccer forever, right? We're pretty much since the, the number one. Time. Yeah. Like since the beginning of time, especially in the women's soccer, we have been, you know, we've been all in 
Mm. Next Friday, the United States starts off their their trek towards number five against Vietnam. Three in a row, baby. Three in a row. Let's go. Let's go. And unlike unlike past occurrences, we will actually beat Vietnam this time. Heck yes. Heck yes. You know, it, it can't be like the real Vietnam. We can't get a draw. We can't be ahead by like five goals. And then... Viet, Cong, Viet Cong ain't walking through that. Charlie ain't walking through that door, boys. <sighs> it's likely going to be one of those, what, like nine to zero matches? Some folks ball made to wait. Oh Sorry, my gosh. Like anytime you talk about Vietnam, you have to do like Fortunate Son by Credence. In a in a video of soldiers marching through the bush, that That's... are uh, all along the watchtower. Don't don't. Oh don't, yeah, don't, with don't. a helicopter, with a Huey helicopter dropping people off. Oh yeah, oh yeah, know all about that. Yeah, it's gonna be an ass whip. That's uh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be one yeah, of those stories pretty... from like 2019 where everybody was like, "Oh, they're celebrating when they're scoring goals and they're winning." That's so unsportsmanlike, a.k.a. Uh, they're women and we don't like any show of dominance. <laughs> I, uh, I am one of those people, and, and I know this is going to be kind of a spicy take. <gasps> I don't really believe in sportsmanship. No. That's not spiky. Sportsmanship's for losers. If, uh, if you don't like that we're celebrating, do something about it. Do better or go at our knees like that's a that to me is also a a legitimate thing if you don't like somebody celebrating purposely injure them <laughs> like i mean that's why all of our rival podcasts have uh have seen their fates because brian just goes and cuts all the cords in their house so they can't record anything anymore it's a funny thing about breaks man break it up break it up break it up um, because as the chart says, you know, you you fuck around and you find out. Uh, United States starts against Vietnam, but the action starts next Thursday, July 20th. Yeah. But the times, ugh. <sighs> New Zealand versus Norway is 3 a.m. next Thursday. Um, Australia versus Republic of Ireland, which I think that'll be a good one. I've got some... I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to set an alarm for that one, for Australia, yeah. Republic of Ireland, because... I am obviously I'm I'm USA all the way, but if you as you know, uh, my other team that I'm kind of rooting for because I don't think our paths will really cross all that much. Let's go Republic of Ireland. Yeah, I'm I'm all in on Republic of Ireland here. Like let's, if you're singing IRA songs in the locker room, you're my kind of people. Let's go. Let's go. Nima Fahey, the Liverpool uh, captain, Liverpool center back. She's on Ireland. Um, they messed up and didn't invite Lee and Kieran in, but it's okay. Um, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a good time. I think it's gonna be a good time. I'm also picking Republic of Ireland as my second team. Um, and that's just because I'm part of that, you know, blob of white islands, um, predominantly <laughs> Ireland. And my wife is always like, oh, sort she's of like, cracker mix. Pretty much. Um, I know folks might be like a huge fan of Jim Gaffigan, uh, but he makes a joke. He's like, I did my heritage thing. I'm Asian. And then he goes, joking aside, because he's the palest whitest dude in the world. Then he's like, I did it. And they were just like, you're from the blob of white countries over here. Like what? And Amy's, my wife is like, whoa, we, we should do our heritage. We should see what our heritage is. And I'm like, it's just white 
<laughs> like, what do you want? It's a European. <laughs> this is this is not like Alyssa where she found out she's actually half Mexican and stuff. Like this is right. <laughs> you know, it's just gonna be like I said, assorted cracker mix. Like exactly. You, know, you got a little. You got a little uh, Scottish, a little Irish, a little maybe French or English. You know, some uh, Dutch or some you know whatever German. Like, and then I'm I could. I'm, as I get older, I get more paranoid. And in my head, I'm thinking, you know, I don't want them to have my DNA on file somewhere. I don't want some cops to have my DNA on file. I don't have anything to hide, but also I don't need you to have my stuff. Which all these, like, 20, like, whatever they're called. What are they called? Oh, 20, 23 and me. 23 and me. Ancestry. DNA. These companies are selling out your, your dinner. They're selling your DNA. And people, like those ring cameras. Like, well, it's like oh, we got to get a ring camera. It's like... I don't want Amazon knowing <laughs> who's coming to my door selling my camera to the to the cops. So I just no. Alyssa refuses to have like a uh, like an Alexa or anything like that. Like she oh. doesn't even like that we have a an Amazon Fire TV that has like you can use voice commands on it if you um, push the button. She's like, mm, don't use this. We have Apple stuff. Like we have the. Uh, Apple HomePod mini and stuff. So Siri can listen to everything that we say, but also if you have a phone, it's just like, it's the same thing. Nothing is That's what I said, but anywho world cup that I'm, I'm pretty pumped for it. Have you got into the sticker craze? No, I haven't. Um, so I have a weird relationship with stickers in general. <laughs> I, I love stickers. But I have like a gallon size block bag full of stickers because everywhere I go, I just buy stickers and then never stick them on anything. And so, well, this is different because you get a book too. You get an actual what? book and you stick the. Pl- it's like a a book of cards, but there's stickers, and you put the sticker on the place of that player in the book. So it's already pre. I have that same issue. I have stickers I bought. God, like 2018, 2019, sitting in a drawer that I'm like, well, I'm never going to put these on anything. <laughs> and not just because I'm an adult, but it's just the permanence of it, you know? Listen, I actually have an idea for doing like a table, like our, like a, a table with where we put, just cover it and like, because it's all like either brewery stickers or like band yeah. stickers or whatever, like stuff like that, biz, various businesses. Um, so we've thought about doing like just taking our dining room table and covering it in stickers and then putting like uh, like that resin stuff over the top of it so it seals it. My fr- brother-in-law did that with uh, his bar. He has a bar in his basement. He used pennies, though. Mm-hmm. You put pennies yeah, in this bar, that. then you put the resin over it. So I think that'd be I think that'd be pretty legit. But these stickers, I I need to buy a pack. I know it's a little late to the game. But I need to buy a book and some stickers and just go to town. I tried to do it with my daughters the last World Cup, the last Women's World Cup, and they just didn't. Um, they didn't care nearly as much as me. Ungrateful yuppie larva. So I, um, I might just do it for myself. I might just go go all out and, and do it for myself. The Panini. It's yeah. Panini. The name of the brand is Panini. Yeah, not the sandwiches. Um, this is a European brand, I'm pretty sure. So I don't know. I don't know where they started from. I'm not SEC. I don't know people's financial histories and whatnot. Um, but you should, uh, they're probably available at like Walgreens and stuff. That's where I saw them in the past. 
at your local uh, Walgreens pharmacy. <laughs> Walgreens pharmacy? I don't know why that made me laugh. <laughs> we are not sponsored by Walgreens because Walgreens is already... <laughs> well, they do make bad business decisions, so maybe they would sponsor us. <laughs> They're right on the corner of Happy and Healthy. Darn right they are. Happy and Healthy and Stickers. Hell yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Let's talk um, predictions. All right, mm. Brian. So I don't need to know your whole bracket, okay? we got lives outside of this podcast, okay? We're, we're picking every matchup. No. First matchup, <laughs> New Zealand-Norway. Go. No. I. <laughs> well, I really think Norway is going to bring... No. Who do you think? Um, who do you think wins it all? USA all the way, baby. Yeah, and I, I really, I mean, I we're just they're loaded. Like if they if they care, and it seems like they do. Like the ever the players are all really saying the right thing. I think the Megan Rapino announcement is going to be yeah motivation. Mo- even more motivation for them. Not that this team. I think this team. I think they're coming in hungry. There's there's some questions about like, all right, they're kind of getting old, and you know, is Vlatko a good manager? I think this no. is a team that come that's going to come in motivated. Yeah, and I think they're going to win. In I think they're going to win the whole thing in spite of Vlatko. And also and looking at other teams, like England's down. They have a lot of people yeah. injured. Um, Spain is down. They're not fully healthy themselves. Uh, Canada is dealing with all those different issues with their federation, with all oh that. God, yeah, that's nuts. It's I, I feel like it. It's United States' tournament to lose. I think they yes. could lose it. That we know they can win it, but they could definitely oh, yeah. also lose it <laughs> from <laughs> for maybe taking things for granted. I mean, they have a tough group. I mean, you're playing Netherlands. That's not going to be easy. Um, no. Now, also playing against Vietnam and whatnot. That's not going to be like. Uh, that's not going to be too bad. I, I think United States will get through their group. Portugal also. Portugal's on the rise, but they're not at that level. They're yeah, not at no. the U.S.'s level. Um, I think. I think definitely U.S. could do it. Realistically, another team, maybe France. Or Brazil, I think they could be teams that are in the conversation. Even Australia, Australia could also, uh, I think, get further into the tournament. My surprise pick or my surprise guess of the tournament, and you feel free to throw a hot take out there too. I think England gets knocked out in the first quarterfinal game. I think they're able to get through their group, but then they lose in their first. I mean, they lose in the first knockout game. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a team and that I'm gonna say is gonna shock the world. They're gonna they're gonna surprise some people here. Give me South Korea. Okay. Why? Because I like uh, Sun Hing Min. He's the captain of the men's side. The captain of the women's side is also a Tottenham player. I like Korean food. We're gonna go with uh, we're gonna go with South South Korea. Will not only get out of their group. They'll uh, they'll get past a quarterfinal. Wow, the trifecta there the 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 captains in Tottenham and favorite food. I mean, you can't argue against those three things. Can't argue them so, against them uh, at all. Yeah, I, I could see England being a flop. 
Um, Sweden is another one who I think is going to be they're They're just usually really good. Um, I don't know much about them this time, but they're usually good. So, yeah, it's, it's a fun time of the year. I'm more excited about this than the men's world cup was. Obviously I'll actually watch matches of this one. Um, luckily the United States goes to 9 PM matches. Their first two matches are 9 PM against Netherlands and against Vietnam flip the order of that. Then they have a 3 AM match against Portugal. I hope that the Portugal game is like a result doesn't matter because (laughs) I don't know if I can, I'm going to be honest with you. Even if it does, I'm not getting my ass up at three in the morning to watch it. Well, I appreciate the real talk. Um, In terms of watch parties, (laughs) what is, is FC is Charlotte doing anything? Is the CLTFC doing anything? Is your supporters groups doing anything? You know, I haven't really heard yet. Um, I've been, I mean, I've been traveling, I've been out of town, I've been like all, all over the place. So mm-hmm. yeah, nobody really, I haven't really seen anybody mention anything. I mean, I'm sure people will get together to watch matches cause they do that anyway. I mean, there's a ton of people that get together to watch like premier league and, and they got together to watch the, the men's world cup last year and stuff like that. So I'm sure, I'm sure there will be as far as official stuff. I haven't heard. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, because there's like eight days until the World yeah. Cup. I feel like that's something. I, that I, it's be... also very possible I just missed it. That's fair. That's fair. Um, here in Columbus, I'm going to be going to Studio 35. Have you ever been to Studio 35? No, but I've been to um, Grandview Theater, which is like the same ownership, right? Same people, I thought. Me? I don't know. We'll have to have our buddy Pete let us know on that one. I'm not sure. Maybe it is. I think it is. Well, uh, I'm going to go to Studio 35. This is up in Clintonville. It's a, at an old historic um, theater landmark that's now this, like, it's an operating movie theater, but they have a, a an upstairs room that has all these recliners and whatnot. Um, so I'm going to go up there. They have a bar, food, whatnot. So I think Amy and I are going to go up there and make a date of it that first night because put the kid to bed and then we're pretty and much yeah. free reign. So Friday night, go out, get some uh, drinking on, watch United States take down vietnam and then we got shoot another game like five days later so uh, i might try to go out to both of those the 3 a.m one mm, yeah, yeah that's that, that's gonna be a challenge <laughs> that's unfortunate um, that's unfortunate um, I'll, I'll definitely watch at home i'm gonna plan on like setting alarms just to get up to watch the 6 a.m and then i'll probably have the 9 a.m games yeah on uh while i'm working Speaking of which, this is going to be on Fox, right? Yeah. I need to to figure out what I can do to watch those. It's on Peacock, too. You can watch the Spanish language one, and that means you don't have to hear Alexi Lawless. Oh, then that's 100%. (laughs) I will probably, especially like while I'm working, will probably have it on mute most of the time anyway. There you go. Um, But yeah, Alexi, the fact that Alexi Lawless, I forgot about that, I'll be calling it. That's a little more. That's I mean, that's what I did during the World Cup, Men's World Cup. I watched him on Peacock in Spanish, and same thing for this World Cup. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing that. I'll watch it in Espanol, um, even if, uh, even if I'm listening to the audio. So, given, given that I've you know discovered this entirely uh, like Mexican side of my family now, um, 
Maybe I need to. Maybe it'll help me learn some Spanish. You should learn some Spanish. You should uh, respect the your wife's uh, heritage and culture and all those things. And then you might find like the Spanish version of Alexi Lawless. <laughs> I don't. I hope there's only one in English. Good God, I hope there's not <laughs> a, a Spanish or there's like a French. Well, I think every Frenchman is just Alexi Lawless, but. <laughs> Uh, so if you're out there listening to this podcast if you got plans or if you're doing something fun um you should let us know or if you have a pick who you think is going to win or you got a hot take like we've got um let us know but all these folks in columbus you should come out to studio 35 i think i got the yeah. uh, fighting brian lenoy to come out um mm. the wifey is coming out with me i think i try to get my sister to come out to it i'm, I'm just inviting anybody who's in columbus and has a penchant for soccer uh, the crew are doing something at lower.com field, but that's going to be too corporate. I'd rather just sit in a recliner in a nice room with a big screen and mm. uh, not be around crew fans. That's, that's awful. No, that's, that sounds that's, bad. No, that's, that's, that's fair. It's, it's uh we're going to get into MLS stuff in a little bit, but it's, mm. it, it's a, it, uh, if the crew fandom is anything like the Charlotte FC fandom right now, it's a little, uh, little bleak well the crew fandom is always probably a little bleak but uh there are pretty pretty good times pretty good times we'll get to it we'll get to it let's um let's bring our soccer back to the domestic world and i have uh, i have a confession i never thought this day would come Mm. and uh, dear penthouse i never thought this would happen to me (laughs) no I, if you've been listened to the Brian Me podcast over the last oh gosh, four years, almost four years now, we've been recording the show. Um, we started in the fall of 2019. If you're a fan of the show, you remember a gentleman, uh, gentleman Robbie Rogers. Robbie Rogers was it's a loose term. Yeah, I, I put major asterisks. On that one, Robbie Rogers has come on the show. He might be our hot, like our most guest hosts or guest stars. It might be Robbie. It's either Robbie or Grant, one of those two. Um, yeah, I think it's a tie. Uh, Mike Keller has a few, but he he hasn't been on in a while. Uh, Rob, we'll just say Robbie Rogers has been the number one in terms of quantity, not quality, guests in Brian and Me's history. Um, and if you remember from those episodes, he's a huge, he was, I should say, a huge Gotham FC fan. So it hurt my heart of hearts whenever Katie Stengel, the striker forward for Liverpool FC, American, the Patriot on our team over in, over in England, recently signed a loan deal with uh, Gotham FC. Ugh. Now, I own a Katie Stengel jersey. She was brought onto the team. They got them promoted. She led the club in scoring last year. Um, So she's somebody who, at this point, wherever you go, I'm I'm just going to follow, and I'm going to support you. I didn't think I would be tested so early on, though, in that (laughs) fandom. But after a little bit of uh, thought and discussion over it, I realized that um, I'm going to loan my fandom my fandom is on a loan right now until September when Katie Stengel is supposed to go back 
to Liverpool. I'm still rooting for Chicago in that time because fortunately the two teams do not play during my loan period. But mm-hmm. I, I am fortunate. It made it a little easier to root for them, realizing that Robbie Rogers abandoned them for Kim Mulkey of all people and the LSU Tigers. Um, he, he he had this, you know, the huge Gina Lewandowski fandom, uh, big Gotham. He was like the number one Gotham supporter. And then it's just like, no, okay, I'm done. I'm going to go to LSU now and that's it. So I, I feel like maybe I can, he dropped the torch. I'm going to pick it up and dust it off. And I'm going to hold that torch until, um, until September. So that is, uh, that's an interesting, Wow. Is that I, tough for like for you? Let's say somebody you really like Harry Kane goes somewhere. If he doesn't go to another team in England, do you follow him? No. If Sonny goes somewhere not in England, do you follow him? I mean, I no. I would root for them really? No. I would root for them individually to do well. I would say, okay, Kane's in uh you know whatever uh munich he's at Bayern. whatever madrid if we're not playing them now if we're playing him he's my enemy fuck him um die like rats in hell exactly but if you know if we're not playing them like i'm not gonna go buy a a Bayern t-shirt or you know even like anything like that or even be like go Bayern. but you know i'm gonna He's a good guy. He did a lot of really good things for our club. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to root for him to do well, but yeah, I'm not going to be like, Oh yeah, I'm a part-time Byron fan now. Like, nah. So do you think less of me? No, I, 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 I stopped judging people for their preferences a long time ago. Um, I think, uh, I think if you're, I think if you, you do what feels right in your heart, and this is what your heart's telling you is, you know, Katie Stengel, she means a lot to you. Um, you know, my my sports fandom is mostly based on spite. Um, so I just I just can't do it. But I mean, that's I could never think less of you, Thomas. Oh, well, that could go one of two different ways. One of them is that. <laughs> Um, is That's that fair. you think so highly and you're always going to think highly of, me, highly of me or the bar is so low that I could never think less of you because I'm at the basement I can't go any further it's like the difference between uh, I could care less and I couldn't care less it's right like... it's a nuanced uh, answer there there's definitely some nuance uh, so okay well thank you for that I appreciate you um, humoring me on that Chicago though Chicago has after a rough rough going of losing four matches in a row they're on a two match winning streak there we go they went into the little mini break before um, they start playing again next week they actually play right when the World Cup starts up so they stop playing from like July 7th and they don't play again until July 21st which is also the same day that Team USA plays. So I'm not sure how the scheduling works. Maybe they're hoping that people are going to be like, oh, I'll watch the Red Stars, and then I'll watch the World Cup right after that. Like, maybe. Um, timing isn't isn't great. Um, but I, 
I'm happy for the Red Stars that are going over to uh, going over to Australia. Um, although there could be more U.S. Uh, U.S. There's Red Stars one in, going over. One in, one in particular that probably should have been on the team, but you know. Yeah. So you know, Casey, uh, Casey Kruger, Tanner Davidson. You, I mean, uh, what are you? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Uh, Vlaco talks so highly of Casey Kruger. Like, oh, she's she's a force and blah, 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 blah. And then doesn't even put her on the team, but he brings on Julie Ertz who hasn't played for two years. And also I mean, she came back for like three matches. When, when you've got that kind of Karen style energy mm. uh, that you can bring to a world cup squad, you have to do it. Thomas. She's in that level of legacy world cup players. Like there's no way she wasn't going to make it if she was able to walk. Like I she would say it's it's her, you know, it's Rapino. It's there's certain players that Morgan. are like Morgan. Like Morgan's still like she still Morgan scores. Still, <laughs> Morgan still Morgan still d- deserves to be there on merit. Right. Uh uh you know does Julie Ertz deserve to still be there on merit? Probably no. not. Uh honestly and as much as I'm a Megan Rapino stand does, does Rapino really deserve to be there? No, probably not. Um her announcing her retirement too. And we can talk about that if you want to for a moment. Um, her announcing retirement, it wasn't a shock. It no. wasn't surprise. I think everyone kind of thought, yeah, this is the last go around. You're not waiting around for another World Cup. What's the point of you staying around to keep playing? You know. Um, so I, it kind of felt like this was the the last one. Then with Sue Bird also retiring last year, you're like, okay, I really think Rapino's kind of retired. I think this is it. She's running for office. Mm. She's gonna parlay this. Uh this uh world cup uh world cup win world cup gold medal into a uh to a seat in congress heck yes heck yes vote no on issue one august 8th ohioans vote no on issue one um all right what were we going to say about pino yeah the legacy players yeah yeah just uh, i mean it's it's i i think it's cool that she announced it before right like there's going to be the debate of like, is, is she now, I actually think she's less of a distraction getting it out of the way. Cause they're going to be asking. They're, they were going to be and... asking the whole time anyway. I mean, outside of, you know, Alex Morgan, maybe, maybe Trinity Rodman, who is just like a superstar. Now she's probably the most visible player on the squad because of depends on how you see yeah, how you look at, it. I think I hate this, but the marketers definitely love Alex Morgan. Sure. The companies who are looking for a marketing face and there are many issues there and you can assume what those are. I think the crowd of more uh, socially conscious soccer fans, Megan Rapinoe is like on a mountaintop. She's on Mount Rushmore. Yeah. But continue. I cut you off. No, yeah, I mean, I, I just think it's that. I think her being uh, arguably, you know, one of the most, vis- if not the most visible player on the team, um, that was going to be a question because that's been rumor. That was going to be a question every player was going to get after every match, and and then and then the meta narrative was also going to be asked to players: is it is are the you know it's it's going to be is Megan Rapinoe retiring, and then it's going to be. Is the play? Or is the play? I don't. I can't speak. 
are the players getting those questions? Is that a distraction? Right. Yeah. So you get into the like meta media type narrative of like, is the media, whatever, making this a distraction? So yeah, I think for her to get that out of the way and say, yep, you know what? Uh, riding into the riding off into the sunset after this, me and Sue, we're going to go change the world again. You know, whatever the case may be. Cool. We're going to have one last go, one last gunfight mm-hmm. at the OK Corral. Go down swinging. Go down swinging. Um, yeah, I, I I agree with you. I didn't think of it like that before. That makes total sense. It's a really, it is a positive thing that Megan decided now to do it. Because, yeah, those questions are going to be there. Now everyone's just going to be asked, what does it mean Megan's last World Cup? What does it mean Megan's last? Because the same, like, there could be a lot of media people there. And people love to repeat the same questions over and over again. Um, oh, yeah. But that's, you know. That's all right. Uh, speaking of goal scores, too, I didn't mention this, but Katie Stengel, her first match, she scores a goal for Gotham, mm. and they win. So I'm happy. I'm happy for Stengel, and um, yeah, good times. Um, and on Twitter, I've been saying Stengel for over a year or so now, and somebody tweeted Stengel, and someone was like, "Oh my gosh, that's so great!" They gave me credit. I was very fortunate, but I was like, "Hey, mm. folks." Um, I need to get my propers because um, I rarely do things that deserve proper. So it's nice to get them. You you really uh, messed so up by not um, book like trademarking that. I should have. Yeah, I got in trouble there. But you know what? Um, you you live and learn, and then you trademark again. Yeah, there are it many uh, trademarks in the sea, as they always say. As they say. Uh, all right, let's let's get into the more sourpuss part of the episode. That being MLS and specifically MLS refereeing. Before we get to that, though, and maybe your story has part of that, you went to a, a Clit FC match over the weekend, I, and who were I they did. playing against? Against Cincinnati. Cincinnati, yeah the uh, the fake chili uh, foo slides. FC, yeah foo slides, yeah. yeah. We How'd that little, go? Uh, you know, it started off great. <laughs> that's, that's never good when you when you put it that way, right? Yeah, it yeah. started off really good. Uh, if I've learned anything up, about watching half of MC Hammer's Behind the Music is that money never runs out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, it uh, it started uh, started really good. Um, you know, uh, Carol Swiderski with a couple uh, couple goals. Uh, we're up two nothing at the half. We're thinking, oh, oh man, game over. We got the uh, two two zero is definitely not the most dangerous lead. No, uh, in in soccer, we've got the the number one team in the East on the ropes. Let's go ahead and finish them off. And then the second half happens, um, and we just shit the bed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we also we also got uh, Ted Uncled. Uh, which we'll get into MLS refereeing in a minute, but he made just some atrocious, atrocious calls um, that were just clear and obvious. You know, there's already been a couple that have like um, gotten reviewed and, and the MLS has come out and said, yeah, yeah, they botched that one. Uh, we also didn't get the full five. I've never seen this before. We didn't get the full five minutes of stoppage time. Really? 
Yeah, no, we we literally because there's a few people in our section that will pull out their phone, and is the minute the clock hits ninety, oh, just because right. you want to get an idea of where it's at, you know, that kind of thing. How much time do we probably have left? Whatever. Yeah. Um, and we didn't make it to five minutes. The referee huh. called five minute stoppage time, and there were multiple stoppages in play during the uh, pretty lengthy stoppages in play. Also, Cincinnati was. Uh, trying to lay on the ball at the end of the game because um, they were down a man. Uh, yeah. There was a red flat. There was a red card. Um, but yeah, just a just a tough game. The uh, <laughs> the Charlotte FC fan base is basically just completely turned on the manager at this point. I think I don't think there's anybody left in our fan base that's like, yeah, Christian Latanzio should still have a job. Um, mm. They have drawn five games in a row now. Um, including multiple games when they had a lead, had had a two goal lead, um, and they are I think one or two away from set from breaking the uh, MLS record for most draws in a row. Hey, that's good though. So, they're not losses. No, but they're also games in which you had significant <laughs> significant leads at home, and you didn't uh, come you didn't come away with three points. So. It's uh, yeah, it's 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 rough going, um. But you know we're having fun. We're we're enjoying life. It's we hosted a gold cup match and we were real excited about that. And we signed a, like a we're gonna sign like some thirty year old guy who had a cup of coffee in Belgium. So yeah, baby. The only way you're gonna get um a new manager is if you guys stop buying beer. You need to stop buying beer because that's the culture Charlotte's trying to get behind. The, the team is like, hey, come out and drink. Come out and drink. <laughs> that is literally all of our marketing material is like, come out and party at Charlotte, Charlotte oh FC. Gosh. And then they wonder why our fan base are drunk assholes and why people are literally throwing things on the field at the end. Oh of the, like God. there were people, multiple, multiple uh, plastic cups were thrown onto the field uh, with, with the game still going on uh, at the end. Yeah. Get drunk at Charlotte FC so you don't have to see how bad we are. <laughs> Actually, that's oh. that's the way they should word it. That's it. Yeah, I think you should write the market. They should hire you for the marketing division. I'll just feed you the the lines. You're you're there in person. I can't work there in person. Just uh, just get more cerminty, more cerminty, <laughs> cerminty juleps, um, for the rowdiest fans. So, all all people in attendance get free alcohol, except if you're under 21, and then you get extra free alcohol. We, I mean, we do get free alcohol at the tailgate. So, all right, they are not checking that stuff. Well, they check IDs, right? They do check. Yeah, IDs. we, I, we, we check IDs, and I actually handed out beer over the weekend, and I don't oh. hand out beer to anybody without a uh, wristband. Mm, do people try? Been... Oh yeah. What, what was? Do you have a good story from it? Did what? Like what? Did anybody get mad at you because you told me to get a wristband? No, I think every, everybody, at least that I dealt with, was pretty cool about it. Like, yeah, you know, the table's right down there. Go check them. I think it, at the, like, very end, we were starting to run out of beer. Um, oh. And and it was like, okay. Like, just show me your – because they didn't have the wristband. They got there late, whatever. There's, like, hardly anybody left because a lot of people had already started walking toward the stadium for the giveaway. Oh. Um. Because it was Marvel, we had a Marvel theme. It was a combination of military appreciation and Marvel. That that tracks. 
so we did uh they did a captain america coin where one side is the charlotte fc logo and the other side is um like the captain america shield huh we like doing we like doing coins like commemorative coins because we're the mint city we've got a u.s mint here oh so they they like to do they like to do a lot of coins as giveaways, which I'm I'm not mad at. I ended no. up giving mine away to a little kid who didn't get one. What a guy! Because uh, he got there too late. Hey, I'm I'm a sweetheart. Uh, you know, I give off. I know I give off a real gruff, oh, uh, man. tough guy. Um, you know, you don't want to meet this guy in a dark alley. Oh no, uh, yeah, type Oof. of vibe. But I'm, I thought I'm you were going to cut me first time I saw you. I almost did. <laughs> That's what I get for running up behind strangers and hugging them from behind. <laughs> in a in a professional office. I was just going to be like, yeah. That's all right. I, I probably deserved it. There more than anywhere else. I'm, I'm worse at work than I am at home. I'm a monster at work. Yeah. Uh, well, a capitalist monster. Let's. Uh, uh, well, speaking of Gold Cup, I did go to the Gold Cup. Um, I went, uh, before we talk about the crew, because I'll get angry and I won't be able to talk about soccer much more after that. Um, I went down to Cincinnati. By the way, uh, how many Cincy fans came to Charlotte for the match? Uh, um, I could probably count on less than one finger. Uh, (laughs) uh, No, I I, I spotted maybe like five or six total. Hmm. None were the tailgate. So they had like no supporter section. Not that I really, not that I really noticed. Um, I reached out to the soccer crush ladies. I was like, "Hey, any of you folks coming down?" Nah, nobody was coming down. Lamos. Mm, well, um, I mean, you are closer than Columbus is. Maybe, well, maybe not actually, because they're further to the west. But still, um, you know, they don't travel as well as Columbus does. It happens. It happens. Um, so I was down in Cincinnati for the Gold Cup for a doubleheader. And you've heard us talk about U.S. men's national team. And by that, you mean haven't heard us talk about U.S. men's national team because we really don't watch it. We really were, don't. were you among the people chanting for uh, Brandon Vasquez? Um, how dare you? I wasn't. Um, <laughs> a friend of mine who does like the U.S. men's national team, he's like, hey, my son can't go. Do you want to go down? Um, it's third row on the corner flag. Um, 90 bucks for two matches and i was like oh my god okay third row 90 bucks to watch two matches okay i can i'll do Hell it yeah. fine i'll do it i'll do it so I, I went down there i didn't have to drive which is nice which meant on the way home i was snoring you know me i was sleeping in that car i can sleep oh man when i'm tired move over any horizontal surface any like if i'm sitting up i don't even have to be horizontal if i'm sitting up out down for the count um Anyway, at the match, though, uh, we went with my friend and then somebody who my friend knew from work and I had up having a good time. He was going to root for Jamaica against Guatemala because all the um, fans there and stuff, because uh, they were mostly Guatemala fans. Like, I'm root for them because at first it's like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, root for the underdog, which is cool. I appreciate that. When you don't have any bit of root for, it's cool to root for the team that, you know, doesn't have the most fans and all that. The Guatemala fans travel very well very well it was it was loud it was loud for like louder than it was probably for the u.s match for parts of it uh guatemala fans were crazy into it uh they just showed so much pride for their country it was amazing it like they 
they travel from everywhere hearing folks talk about coming in from chicago and like that's a good what like that's eight hour yeah. nine, nine hour drive to come in people coming up from atlanta to come to the match like yeah, i'm sure they're even further away than that traveled very well over time though the guy who came was more like he started like making comments kept making comments about like them being short and then he made mm. some other comment and he started getting to the point where me and the other guy were like okay you're kind of getting to the point where you're being racist towards these people like we told him like we un- get a little uncomfortable here but like we called him out like like you okay you need to stop we like we told him like you have to stop like it's getting to a point where no it, like you can't you're not talking like this like we're finished um, I wasn't. I wasn't going to engage in that kind of talk. I don't. I don't. No. Fortunately, the friend I was with, we've known each other since like 2015 or so, 2016. We um, we have very similar views on things, and one of them is don't be a racist jerk. <laughs> so that was. That's, that's a pretty normal view. That's. It is, know. but the thing is, it's not. Also, <laughs> it's not. That's also, that's also fair. Um. So, but the second match, I mean. Uh, it was cool. I wanted Jason Russell Rowe to play because he cr- plays for the crew. He scored his penalty kick. Uh, yeah, Brandon Vasquez, he skied his penalty kick. But he did. Uh, Hurricane good, special. Yeah. He, he, he looked like a British penalty kick taker for sure. He might have some England national team in him. Um, but, uh, I mean, during the match, yeah, they were chanting, we want Vasquez, we want Vasquez, whenever the game is, I think is – tied zero zero we want vasquez we want vasquez and then when vasquez comes in vasquez misses a shot and the fans just go nuts at after he misses it not because they think it was a goal they were just so excited that he took a shot and i'll like i'll give him credit when he scored the goal it was a fantastic goal he scored a goal in regulation put usa up one zero the place went wild they went nuts but before that after they couldn't chant "We won Vasquez," they all started doing the wave, which is really, which is really bad. Um, Don't do the wave, Jesus right. Christ, people! So, Dude, like, there. Um, this is a take I think we can agree on. The wave sucks. The wave stop, is awful. Stop, stop doing the wave. Stop, stop doing the wave at any sporting event at anything. Do not do the wave. The wave sucks. It was cool in like the seventies, <laughs> right? <laughs> Now it's just like why it's a zero zero match USA Canada and you're doing the wave like there's a match ha- like there's an important match happening you know um, it was just it it kind of lends to the whole like US soccer fandom it just it, you know you get it um, dumb sorry yeah right so they do go ahead though Vasquez has this really nice header um, puts USA up one to zero um, USA. Uh, messes up. They allow a penalty kick in the last like five minutes of regulation. Goes into extra time. Canada scores again. They're up two one, and we think, oh, it's over. It's over. USA ties it. They go to penalty kicks. Um, yeah, Vasquez skies one, which was great. He did the first penalty kick for USA. Real strong start. Matt Turner, the dude. I know he's an Arsenal player, and I really don't like. I said with US men's national, I really don't have a dog in the fight. But um, he's got that dog in him whenever he's between the pipes on penalty kicks. He saved, like, three penalty kicks. This guy's he saved, I think, over half of the penalty kicks he's ever seen as a pro. 
he saved them. Which for crew fans, Aloy Room didn't save an int- he has not saved one penalty kick since he joined the crew. <laughs> He's not saved one penalty kick. Uh, I mean, I think Patrick ball, Schulte has saved more. Ball don't lie, I guess. Right. Um, so uh, that was cool. Jason Russell Rowe, the crew's uh, Canadian young forward, um, he hit his penalty kick, and I, th- I was clapping, and I was like, I'm the only person <laughs> clapping, and this t- it got quiet because once Canada scores, it gets quiet, and I'm like clapping and stuff like that and i think people are like what the hell over country club over country all day every day when it comes to men's soccer yeah there's no way like it is definitely club over country there's not there's not even like it's not even a close race (laughs) it's not even no no (laughs) um but yeah u.s end up coming for for pretty much a neutral i wore a u.s women's national team jersey um supporter supply they did this uh you know the bomb pop kits, like the bomb oh, yeah. pop uh, popsicles. Um, they had these kits for the 2014 World Cup. Well, they made one that looks like it's kind of like it's like the drip kit. So it's a bomb mm-hmm. pop kit. If you go to Supporter Supply website, it looks like the bomb pop, but it has like, um, like like almost oh, like the colors are is... melting. Oh, that is fire! Yeah, that um, is pretty fantastic. And it has the four stars. It's for the U.S. Women's National Team this year. Um, I got number nine on the back for Mal Pugh um, because she's not making the World Cup in honor of Chicago Red Star uh, Superstar. Uh, It was fun, though. As pretty much a neutral, it was an exciting match. Um, I wasn't sad when, you know, Canada went ahead. I wasn't, you know, ecstatic whenever USA scored. Like, everyone around you was ecstatic. So I felt a little bit of the excitement there. But I really wasn't, like, it was a fun experience. It was cool. Um, which is a lot better than my Saturday night. The night before. Mr. Saturday night. Mr. Saturday night. Got a barrel that's blue and cool. That's a little sweet. Uh, what is that? Um, Leonard Skinner. Anyway, I was not at the crew match on Saturday, which is good because I would have lost my voice in the worst possible way. <laughs> I've um, seen you and referees, so yes. Oh my gosh, I was. Uh, we were at a friend's house because we had uh, my kids were staying at my in laws' house. We had a lot of family things up north, so we were staying with friends, and we're watching this match. Uh, it's our friend Ryan. He's been on the show before. Him and uh, his wife and my wife have been friends for over half their lives, like almost pretty much forever. So we're staying the night there, and they have four dogs. We have our dog there. Um, they have a rule about no yelling in the house. Like he's not allowed to yell during like sporting events. Stuff. I did not know this rule, but I was mm. so livid. Like they didn't even tell me to stop yelling because they saw that I was legitimately pissed off like i was legitimately not invited like honestly i when i watch the match at home i will get a little flustered i will get a little frustrated but i don't get mad like i can relax and still watch the match i can be bummed out and stuff i was like on the edge of my seat my wife started like rubbing my back as i'm sitting there and i'm like i'm just like stewing because sergey boyko uh if you haven't heard the name um he is a ukrainian referee who's refereed like uh champions league matches european matches he joined mls's refing crew um this year his the second match was uh columbus versus nycfc in the first five minutes you could tell that things were not going 
to go well because the crew would have fouls against them for tackles that would be deemed like um, excessive. New York City would do the same thing. Now, New York City, they were looking for the draw. They have not had a good run of form. They're away from home. You could tell right away they were going down easily. (laughs) They were taking the most that they could take. But then when they went on the offensive and they started tackling, the calls weren't going the same way. There are some cards that could have been given out that were not given out. And then randomly, he gives out a yellow card in the 13th minute to the NYC goalkeeper for time-wasting. I've not seen a goalkeeper get a yellow card in the 13th minute for time-wasting. He would go on to give out... Ben Foster special. I love it. He would go on to give out 10 more yellow cards in this match and three red cards in this match. It, It was so bad. Like There were calls not being called against New York City. It was to the point where Cucho at halftime went to the ref and he's like, he's giving him a piece of his mind. And then I think he must have done something to hurt uh, Boyko's feelings because, which Boyko sounds like a clown. Um, he, 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 the clown's feelings, he hurt his feelings. So he got a yellow card at halftime and Cucho kind of walked away like, whatever, I don't even care, which came back to hurt the crew because like 10 minutes later, uh, <laughs> 10 minutes into the second half, Cucho gets a second yellow card this one for a high boot i think the nyc fc defender put his head down when he was trying to do like a bicycle kick type thing he got a yellow and he got ejected from the match more penalty nor more calls are missed and then it gets to the point where wilfred nancy nancy enunciate that last name please folks especially commentators nancy he uh, he got so livid that he walked out onto the field after a call wasn't called and he got like justifiably, he got a red card. He got a red card card, um, that I completely agree with it, but this is how bad the match was. Even calm people like Nancy, even like Chris Dorn, he was on the show before he was on the show with us before the MLS cup in 2020. He is a, a God fearing man. And he was saying on the air, because I turned the audio to the radio broadcast, because anytime it's a home match and I'm not there, which is most of the time, I don't want to listen to the commentators. I want to listen to Chris Dorn do the match, which is one nice thing about Apple uh, MLS Pass, because they do have that home radio option where you can hear your home commentator. He um, he was even saying this is a debacle. He was saying no other country would take this. No other country would accept the uh, level of refereeing on that night. Um, so Kucho got a red. Nancy got a red. I think another coach got a red for like throwing something at the fourth official, like throwing water at the fourth official, which they used a VAR check <laughs> to check on that. <laughs> and then Boyko, he, he forgets where his yellow card is. It's in his other pocket and he forgets. So he has to blow the game dead to get a yellow card from the sideline even though he has one in his pocket uh, another one after that var check they restart the match five seconds later he stops the match again because he he, he had to check something else like this he was so disorganized you think like i'm a champions league referee i've been entrusted by fifa to do these matches in europe and i've done these like i've probably refereed against some of the biggest teams in the world after seeing his list of refereeing, I think 
I was thinking to myself, this is not a list of referee. He probably just went to these matches. This dude has not refereed these matches because he, he played those matches on FIFA. Yeah. Like, oh, I was really great um, in the quarterfinals of the Champions League whenever I had it on beginner mode. Uh, he was, dude was awful. Awful. And now tonight, we're recording this on Wednesday, he's doing the Nashville match. So he wasn't even penalized, but Nancy is penalized two matches. He misses two mass- matches, which includes Hell is Real. He will not be managing for Columbus versus Cincinnati. It's just, uh, they bring him in. They bring in these refs from overseas because they want to make refereeing better, which I get it. They need to. They obviously need to. But then you bring him over and it makes it worse. And now the teams are the ones suffering. Mm-hmm. And oh, I was... I was livid. Sean Zawatsky, he ends up tying the matchup. It was a 1-1 draw, which, I mean, not horrible considering how pissed off everybody was. Uh, but the Columbus crew have also made a habit lately about uh, having draws or um, not uh, winning matches. But they haven't really been losing matches <laughs> either. Um, they have, in the last five matches, they have a draw, a win, a win, and then two draws in a row. Okay. So it's um, they're near the top of the. They're in fourth place. Like they're near the top of the the league, which is pretty good. I'm not going to complain about that. But that refereeing, it just made me dislike MLS even more. <sighs> MLS Sigh. refs are MLS just yeah. Not good. If they were good, they'd be in Europe. So that guy was that guy was probably kicked out of Europe for. Probably. You can't even, you know, referee in the like Moldovian third league or something. Like, get the hell off this continent. No, it's hard to respect a, a ref like that. So we'll see if he referees another crew matches here. If he does, I think fans are going to watch those matches, especially uh, close. And then if it's in Columbus, they're probably going to have some uh, some chance too. Probably going to have some chance. Helped him with. Well, we did have a, a Ted Uncle's a wanker. Yeah, uh, chant going at one point. The bad thing is they like the attention. They want the attention. Oh hell yeah! Who's the uh, Angel Hernandez in in the major league Major League Baseball? Like these refs, like they love it. Yeah, they love it's great. It's fantastic for them. Um, all right, let's. I I don't want to get upset. Let Let's go to ask Bam questions. Let's Let's bring it home. Let's Let's bring in the goodness, the goodness that you guys brought to us today, because you guys brought a lot of brought a lot of goodness. There's some good questions in here. I I I enjoy. It. We'll start uh. Start with Matt Morris. Matt Morris, two twenty. Our first questions uh, on Threads, by the way, because we mm. stopped tweeting a long time ago, but we are on Threads. Fuck you, Elon. Um, I mean, Zuck's not much better, but I know, right? It, that's how bad Elon is. He said Zuckerberg looks good. <laughs> I mean, Zuckerberg's just a robot. Oh, he um, is. Angel hair or linguini? Um, I'm gonna say linguini. Angel hair is just um, diet spaghetti. I like linguini. I like a good th- thick two C's on that noodle. Same, yeah. I would, I would, I would say the same thing for the exact same reason. Yeah, give me a little heft. I want a noodle with a little heft. Like, I'm a big fan of like bucatini. Okay. Um, okay. I I could go. I could talk about pasta for a long time because I love like pappardelle, which is like that th- the thick wide flat noodles oh, okay. that look like ribbon like long ribbons like yeah 
those are those are delicious. Um, Alyssa's favorite is uh, oh my god, the big fat tube ones. Rigatoni. Yeah, rigatoni. Those are those are Alyssa's favorite. She likes the big fat tube ones. Rigatoni. Big fat tube so. ones, not the small fat tube ones. The penne. Correct. No. Yeah, not the small. She married a small fat tube guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> is uh is boba the new froyo? I think Boba's been around a minute. Uh, yeah, I remember I going to get Boba like 18 or 19 years ago. Um, right, same. I, 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 I think it's having another cycle, but I don't think Boba's going to last that long. Frozen yogurt is still still pretty good. Like I, I would pick ice cream over it, but I'm not going to turn down frozen yogurt. I would turn down Boba. Uh, yeah, I don't really care for Boba, to be honest. Um, I like Alyssa my drinks really to be drinks. I don't like the breaking up of the little bubble. Anyway, what is Alyssa like? Alyssa likes Boba. She's she's a big Boba fan. Loves the like tapioca pearls in the bottom of it. Because Alyssa is bougie as hell. Oh, you know she, you know she is. <laughs> she's making no, a she's charcuterie good. board right now, isn't she? Uh, no, I think she, she just got home from pottery class. Like I said. Like I said. <laughs> I'm still mad because last time we were in Charlotte, it was like, hey, we're going to come hang out at the house. She's like, okay, I'm leaving. It's like, geez, Alyssa, don't you want to see us? I just want to be your friend. Narrator, she did not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> final Matt Morris question here. What is your favorite sport that is very much niche or niche, depending on your pronunciation, in the States? Oh, man. Um, do you have one? Uh, the first one that pops in my head is uh, is rugby. I do like my Irish friend got me uh, last time they were staying here. Uh, we watched a lot of rugby together that weekend he was here, and I I haven't watched a ton of it since, but I have been watching a lot of random rugby highlights on Instagram for some reason. Okay. Um, and so I would I, I really I want to get uh, into and learn more about rugby. I would say. Okay. Rugby, oh, that's 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 a that's a tough one because that's like a. That was what I was also thinking of. That's what well, I was you're also. Big, thinking. You're a big uh, Formula Un guy, uh, really? kind of. Now I'm I'm getting I've lost the interest pretty quickly. Whenever the same I've, dude I've, wins every week, I've, it's I've really annoying. The same way. Uh, and then I uh, was like, well, there are other things, and I uh, if you just ignore that and focus on the improvement of teams we got like i'm like get out of here with that garbage i don't want to watch it's, the same guy win every week forget it like well, uh, like well it's just like manchester win. city winning all the time and this is our pal ryan uh, i've said this all in the chat so if he listens sure. you heard it in the chat and i've shared this in person but like it's not like man city because whenever man city's playing i don't have to watch him and i don't watch them i don't watch right. the yankees play i don't watch you know these great teams play i watch my team play and i want to see my team win and there's no winning in f1 it just seems like the only no. one person wins like i don't want to watch a league oh we're fighting for second place it's not like the champions league where you get a fourth place spot or something like that and it would i think for me too it would be um i would be more interested too if they were all driving the same car Mm-hmm. Like the fact that I mean Red Bull's always going to win or Mercedes because they've got more or more money. Well, and just are, and Red can, Bull, yeah, yeah. Well, Mercedes before that. I mean Lewis Hamilton is an incredible driver, but it also helps that he had the best car on the track. But he wasn't uh, winning every race by ten seconds plus. He wasn't winning. No, he was actually no. fighting in races and stuff. Max doesn't fight. 
we didn't have to. He's riding. He's driving a a better vehicle than anybody else out on the track, and it's not close. Like, no, it's just it's just not interesting to me. I don't know. I'm just you know, more power to the people that are into it. I know Ryan's super into it, and that's cool, man. Brian's gotten into it, which is great. I mean, I'm not like I'm not gonna bash anybody who likes it. No, it's just I I I enjoy Drive to Survive on Netflix. Yeah, because there's some interesting guys and characters and stuff in you know. I loves me some Danny Ricardo, which uh, he's back, by the way. He's back, baby. Um, I, for the little little brother team, I'll pick uh, Rugby Sevens because I think mm-hmm. that is pretty niche. Um, there is a premier Rugby Sevens league in the United States, which um, I like Rugby Sevens because it doesn't take as long, um, faster matches, and they're just only seven people on a rugby like size court, rugby size field. So there's just a lot of running. Um, the tackles are more exciting. The running is more exciting. So I like rugby sevens more, not just because we interviewed a rugby sevens Olympian, um, Nia, Nia Potter on the show, but yeah. Hell yeah. Also, if anybody listening to this understands cricket and wants to explain it to me, Psh, forget that. If you're looking at matches that are like that long, like, no, no, I can't do it. I've, I've got a buddy that's Pakistani and he's like, dude, you know, he'll like, the Pakistani, he's like the Pakistan India cricket final is like the most, the most incredible rivalry in the world. And it's like, I believe you, but I, I've tried to watch it and I got no idea what the hell is going on. And it's not a tapper. Why is it not a tapper? My gosh, you have to correct me when I'm saying things crazy. You lost your I, voice I, for that episode. You weren't even on that episode. That's true. Yeah. Um, Moving on to the Insta questions. Uh, okay. The aforementioned Robbie Rogers. Uh, what's the best match stipulation and why? So he mentioned some examples. He gives ladder match, lumberjack match, steel cage match. Ooh, um, I would say the first time I watched a ladder match, the first one I watched, I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. But I'm going to pick... Um, I'm gonna go TLC. Ooh. I'm gonna go tables, ladders, and chairs. Cause those what Hardy Boys, Dudley Boys, and was it Edge and Christian? Edge and Christian, yeah. Those original TL those for that first TLC match, I was like, oh my, everything's happening on this. Like everything is happening. Now just a long car crash. <laughs> right. You have to give credit to the hell in the cell, especially mankind. <laughs> Fun God. My God. I- that man's he's, got a family. He's killed him. <laughs> he's broken in half. Um, the, but hell's it's that's fun. But TLC, the original TLCs, um, hardcore matches for I never really got into the hardcore matches to be honest. Okay, it was no, just guys fair. like really tired hitting each other by, backstage. Like that just I didn't care about the hardcore. All right, your turn. I liked I liked when they could I I, I liked the hardcore matches, but more so when they would incorporate like a sense of humor into them sometimes. Mm. Like the whole 24 I don't know if you were still watching, but the 24/7 uh gimmick with the hardcore title. Were no, you still watching I, I, I was not watching at that point. That <laughs> they, once they, the merger they, happened, I was gone like a couple months later. They did this gimmick for a while where uh, the hardcore title could be defended anytime, anywhere. So you would have like 
people just like randomly running through backstage and somebody would just hit them with a chair out of nowhere and pen them. Oh my gosh. And they would lose the title. <laughs> and then they're the hardcore champion. Oh my God. I'm glad. They, they, Do they still have that belt? No. Uh-uh. They got rid of the hardcore, uh, Wonder the why. hardcore championship a long time ago. Once Mankind was gone, it's hard to... That's It was made for him. Like It was made for him. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, I, I, I'm kind of with you. I love a good lad, like anything involving a ladder. Like obviously the TLC, like ultimately it was a ladder match with more stuff, yeah. right? So like, yeah. But the whole point is still the same. Like climb the ladder and you know get the whatever the titles or the brief. You know now they've got the the money in the bank ladder matches where you climb up and you get the briefcase for a guaranteed title shot. You know. That, well, they did like that for the belt. Match. The TLC was for the tag team title. Like you had to right. get both it, of the belts down to win it. It was, yep. Now yeah. that now now they do the money in the bank ladder match where um, if you win, like they put a basically there's a briefcase at the top, and whoever gets the briefcase, you have a guaranteed title match anytime you want it. So it what always happens is they wait till somebody's like been in just like this long brutal match and then they'll just run in at the end of the match and be like I'm cashing in and uh, you know, and then they win the title, title or then then they're the champ and it's a good way to like make somebody into like a heel like or I'm beating oh. up the good guy who just had his who just valiantly, you know, overcame the odds against this bad guy, but now I'm stealing the title from him. Or if the title has, with a heel, it makes that person more of a good guy because they go after the heel. Okay. Um, All right. All right. That's cool. Uh, We we can agree on that. Uh, Do you see we had uh, other questions by Grant and Felix and Homer? We had some new questions come in. I'll do this one. Grant, uh, pro, pro relegation is coming for USL. What are your thoughts? Does that make you maybe more interested in USL? Not any more than I already was. I, I mean, I just, I'm not one of those people that really cares about the pro rel debate yeah. in American soccer. I just, I don't care. So not really, I guess. Like I'm, I'm curious, just I'm curious. Yeah. But I'm not, I don't. Like it's not going to make me more likely to watch a random USL match that I wasn't already going to watch, which is pretty much none of them. Um, I, I, I feel like I'm going to care more. I feel like I'm definitely going to care more about the USL to the point where, like, I'd be interested in a relegation battle. I would be interested in watching that to see how that works. Um, but up until then. A relegation battle might get me into the league. Might get me into like, okay, maybe I can get into this. Maybe I can watch this. Because I know like the um, Soccer Crush folks, they're big Tampa Bay Rowdies fans. I've always like, I've seen to form some kind of kinship with folks online about the Rowdies and um, the Richmond football kickers or the Richmond kickers. I was down in Richmond and I enjoyed a little kickers soccer when I was down there. So um, I could love, uh, I love all the branding for Appalachian FC with the yeah. Sasquatch and, and they're stuff, pretty far but... down though. They were pretty far down the USL oh, yeah. listing, right? They, they might be in the USL two or something like that, but, um, that, but that would mean that they could get promoted. That could, that would be a, a positive for them. But at that point, like, what are you getting promoted into? That's the argument. So I, I would care more about relegation than I would what you're being promoted up to, because again, I don't, I don't know like Ultimately, what you're getting promoted into. 
ultimately it's all minor league. Like it's just, it just is. Like they don't like, have the money. They don't have the yeah. They don't have you know they're not playing in big stadiums. They're not bringing in uh, you know Leo Messi is not coming over to play in the USL. He is coming over to play in MLS. Say what you will about MLS, the greatest player in the world and possibly of all you know one of the best of all time is coming to and that's going to put butts in seats like yeah. i'm not going to tell you i'm i'm not excited to you know hopefully get to see messi in person like <laughs> i'd be lying if i told you i wasn't because i i'm pretty damn excited for it i wasn't a uh i didn't care too much like oh that's cool whatever blah 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 but then whenever i wrote a story about it for the columbus sports commission about uh, columbus crew getting an all-star game next year as i wrote about messi potentially playing in his first all-star game i was like wait a minute i am excited now you, <laughs> you, I, yeah you could potentially write an article cover I probably, if you can get a yeah. press if you can get a press credential for columbus sports commission man you could you might could interview leo messi mm, that's not a bad idea there um i, I will care more but I don't know what the end game is. I don't think the end game is the same as getting promoted into the Premier League. Um, yeah. No, I think you're going to get a lot of soccer already. Soccer fans getting into it. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think it's bringing in anybody who didn't already care. Yeah, I think that if you can do, or if you can do it in the a European calendar, if you can play while the MLS isn't playing, and have pro rel and have interesting matches. That could work. I mean, that could work. But you need to. I think the thing with that too is you need to be able to find them on TV or something somewhere. Like, can you watch USL games right now? Like, I think you get some of them on ESPN, uh, the Ocho, but um, they're out there. They're out there. Um, Bootleg. (laughs) Um, And then also one from Felix about are the kangaroos that are at England's trainings and hotel are they spies for australia i'm gonna go with yes definitely 100%. although at this point do you need to spy on england mm. Mm. savage um well i mean portugal just drew england zero zero i don't think england's in a very good spot right now and they still didn't bring ebony salmon to the world cup <laughs> yeah well what let's, are you gonna do what what keep sleeping on ebony salmon yo Keep sleeping, swimming upstream. Uh, Homer Olsen, we know him. What would the ultimate ice cream sundae have on it? Everything. Like, just give me, like, a kitchen sink, like, hot fudge. Mm. I'm I'm a big butterscotch guy. I love yeah. butterscotch. So give me butterscotch. Give me, like, nuts and whipped cream and all the different candy pieces and uh, you know, go nuts! Like just put nuts. Any, anything, you want nuts too? Hell yeah! Uh, anything you can think of on the ultimate Sunday, like just all of it. Ultimately, though, it just ends up tasting like just pure sugar, and you're not really getting taste anymore. One of the things, an underrated thing I like with ice cream is pretzels. I could smell that the salty and sweet. Uh, yeah, I would take. The, okay, here's mine. I'll do um, pretzels, mm. whipped cream, strawberries, and chocolate syrup on some vanilla ice cream. 
There you go. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Mm. I'm hungry. Just give me just give me everything. I want it now. Don't care how. I want it now. I it now. Don't care how. I want it now. Honk, honk. She was a bad she egg. She was a bad egg. <laughs> um, those kids are dead and nobody ever found Did the bodies. Did you see, the, uh, by the way, that they're, re- they're making another one of those? They are. Why? Why? Timothy Chalamet is going to be Wonka. Fuck off. Oh my Nobody god. Nobody will ever be as good as Gene Wilder. Get Don't the... try to be Gene Wilder. Timothy Chalamet. Like, are you trying to go for sex appeal? For Willy Wonka? Is going to be some kind of like rated R Willy Wonka? <laughs> this one's for the ladies. <laughs> oh my lord. Anyway, I don't want to ever hear about that ever again in my life. Um, Brian, let's pick up where Brian uh, started sharing his question, shall we? Brian asks, Danny's back, baby. That's not uh, a question, you son of a bitch. Um, that is a statement, and yes, we, we did mention that already. Danny yeah. Ricardo. Let's Look get at it. us. I, I love Danny Ricardo. He is he has more personality than uh, probably everybody in the field. So I love his personality. He's not uh, Yuki Sonoda, who's cursing all the time and yelling at his own uh crew chiefs and stuff i think that's hilarious yugi's fantastic um lewis is the coolest guy still but daniel ricardo is by far the funniest and the most um endearing let's put it that way so i'm excited to have him back on the back on the lane even though red bull is just very unfairly able to put him back into a car because they own multiple teams yeah um brian brian also wants to know why pro referees suck so bad i think we've Uh, covered that pretty well why i think because they don't care about if they're actually very good or it could also be and follow me on this one maybe the referees aren't horrible but they're just an easy scapegoat and they're the easiest person to blame for things because we have this connection to the players where we don't want to blame them and um, they're just I, a punching bag and they don't fight back either. So it's easy to just keep saying stuff about them. Charlotte in the game over the weekend, everybody coming out of the stadium was blaming the refs for the loss. I was like, we had multiple, we had multiple one-on-one situations with, with a striker and a keeper that we didn't put the ball in the net. I'm sorry. Wow. If you're one-on-one with a keeper and you're, you're a striker whose job is literally to put the ball in the net and you don't score. Right. It's like blaming the kicker who misses the last kick of the game, but you've had four quarters before that to 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 make a difference yourself. Like blaming one, yeah, it's I think it's also lazy, but um Sergey Boyko was awful. He was awful. I will say and I don't that's not the reason the crew got a draw. They weren't finishing their chances. They were just not good. And the match before they were up and they gave up a lead to Miami who's not fantastic. Um, right now, so I I don't blame them for the draw, but I do think that he was just awful, and I wish I knew why they were bad. I wish anybody did, because then we'd have some way to actually maybe identify the problem and fix it. Uh, the fixing part is not everyone thinks they've identified it, but fixing it doesn't seem to be an easy thing to do. A little uh, root cause problem solving. There. Um, <laughs> we're have to do an A three. God. Um, <laughs> Felix wants to know your uh, your favorite item to purchase at a baseball game. Um, I like 
bringing with me. I like bringing a bag of peanuts to the baseball game. I'll sit there and crack those puppies open and eat peanuts for the entire game. I'll come over there with like clogged arteries, all that salt going through my body. Um, I don't think salt clogs arteries. Who knows? I mean, it probably didn't help. Probably don't don't help. Um, So if I was going to say bye, then um, I haven't gone to many like games lately. I I would say I had a bad experience on a dime dog night at the Clippers game. Where like I had to stop on the way home because I was not doing well. Um, it was a rough. I I don't think I can eat a hot dog at a Columbus Clippers game ever again. Um, I would say for a hot day, just a big old a big old beer on a hot day. I, uh, I went to a baseball game two weekends ago. Yeah, we went to uh, when we were in Milwaukee. We went to the Brewers. Uh, Brewer Stadium, gorgeous, gorgeous stadium. By the yeah. way, I highly recommend if you're ever in Milwaukee. Is it still called Miller Park or what's it called now? Like some it is not crypto uh, company. It is, um, close. It's an insurance company, so pretty almost as shady. Uh, Amer- <laughs> American Family. Uh, American Arena, Family Insurance. American Family Field. Um, <laughs> I've, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a traditional guy when it comes to a baseball game. I gotta have a beer and a hot dog. Do you dunk the like, hot dog in the beer? I do not. No, I don't. <clears throat> Did you see the guy who made the hot dog straw? Yeah, that was disturbing. <laughs> I thought I it was. Know. I thought it was ingenuity. I didn't think it was disturbing. I mean, it, I, I've I've cooked sausages in beer, so right. I mean, it's the same idea. Same idea, I guess. Yeah. I think we should give um, him more credit than vitriol, which is all I've seen for that dude. The, the Ken Burns the should include him in another thing of the baseball documentary. <laughs> the next Ken Burns baseball. <laughs> We're talking about Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, and, and the baseball, the hot dog straw guy. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I had me a, a couple of big old, uh, big old beers and a nice bratwurst. I'm in, you know, I'm in Wisconsin. You gotta let's make that hot dog bratwurst here. What are we doing? Right, come on! Uh, if you're eating a hot dog in Wisconsin, get out of here. It's got to be a big old bratwurst with you know a bunch of onions and kraut and mustard. I like a good yeah, sauerkraut and mustard. That that that'll oh for no for uh, uh, that's for hot dog. I'll put sauerkraut and mustard on it for uh for sausage. Yeah, I'll definitely do peppers and mustard. I don't think I put kraut on there, but I do peppers and, and mustard for sure. Oh that god, works. I'm so I'm so hungry. Anyway, uh, next question. Questions. It better not be food related, or else we're gonna kick them off the show. It is not. Uh, also from Felix, this is for you specifically. Uh, percentage chance that Katie Stingle stays at Gotham. This is from Felix. Oh, whenever she moved there on a loan, I was, I'm concerned. I'm concerned because they just signed an Italian striker, uh, an Italian forward. They have Leanne Kiernan. And whenever they signed the Italian forward, I was like, oh, that's weird. They have so many forwards now. Why would they sign them? And then Katie Stengel gets the loan. If she scores in the game and she scores in that first game, she has a way of like, you know, people talk about Golazos and whatnot. Uh, Katie Stengel can score every kind of goal, you, every kind of garbage goal you need. She will clean up. <laughs> she is. She no, cleans up that. around the net. But you know what? Counts the exact same. I was going to say, goal's a goal. Counts the exact same as a 
as a Luca Zell around 65 yard bomb. It counts the exact same way. Nope. If she can make a habit of scoring between now and September, uh, I think my jersey is going to be out of date. Let's put it that way. Um, I think <laughs> that she, I mean, she's American. She has a significant other who is also American, former crew goalkeeper Matt Lampson. Um, I think if you have a chance to sign in America, you're going to do it. But also the calendar difference. Uh, I don't know. I hope that she comes back to Liverpool because I can't. I can't root for Gotham this long. Mm, that's going to be that's going to be tough if uh, if that becomes permanent. We'll. Uh... You guys keep 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 listening to Bryant and me. We'll follow that saga and see where Thomas's head is at. We may do the the weekly um, Katie Stingle, uh, Katie Stingle watch. And that's the way it was. Uh, the Human Torch was denied a bank loan. <laughs> uh, this from Felix for me. Ooh. Uh, percentage chance Harry Kane plays for Tottenham this season. Um, I'm going to say it's probably 80%. That he does? Um, that he does, yeah. I'm, oh. I'm pretty sure nobody... I, I think unless somebody comes in with a crazy offer, I think the ownership is content to keep him and hope that they can convince him to sign and are willing to risk that they lose him because they're not willing to sell him for cheap, essentially. Mm-hmm. So they'd rather they I think they'd rather take the risk and say, hey, um, he we we think we can convince him to re up versus selling him, you know, for I think Byron's come in at like eighty million. I think if you're not offering triple digits, that's gonna be a tough sell. That's yeah, and and I mean, they've said publicly that they're not will they're not gonna take any offers. Sure, but I'm you know sure you, you, a businessman can say all that all they want, but um, right. If, but if somebody comes in and offers you a hundred and thirty million or something, it's like, pff, right. bye, get out of here, <laughs> get, get out <laughs> of here with that. <laughs> or if or if somebody offered us, you know. 90 million and a, a you know, really good player coming the other way or something like, yeah, I would consider, a, a you know, an Alfonso Davies or a, a, Oh, that's not happening. They're not getting rid of Alfonso Davies for Harry Kane. Or, uh, you know, Saudi, if they want to send Saudi Omane, if he just really oh wants God. to come back to, Ugh. if he really just wants to come back to the premier league, we'll, t- we'll take Saudi Omane. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I, I just, I don't see it. Because I think Byron is really the only place he'd consider, and I think he's more Even... likely. Hmm. I I just I don't think anybody else that's gonna be. We're not gonna sell him in in England. I can I can tell no. you that right now. No, I don't they, think Man they, City the, the Man City doesn't need him. They Man have City doesn't they need have the human goal scoring machine. Yeah, and I don't think. I just I don't think they're willing to sell him to anybody in England. I think they'll they're willing to risk that he signs on a free for somebody in England next year. Hmm. Um, but it doesn't make think... sense though if they're not willing to take offers. Like, I think it's Bayern. I, I think if there's the most realistic chance of him leaving, it's there. He'll win a league guaranteed. He'll be able to play oh, Champions yeah. League football again, which he can't do now. Um, no. He's not and playing in Europe this Tottenham season. Tottenham will be stupid. 
Tottenham would be stupid if they can't get him to sign. If he's not coming in there saying, yeah, I'll sign with you. Here's how much I want. If he's not telling them how much he wants, then you need to sell him. Yeah. Because you're going to let him walk for nothing? Yeah, right. You're not going to let Harry Kane walk. If you don't sell him this summer, you're not going to sell him in the winter. No, no. I mean, this is it's now or never. Yeah, because, I mean, people at that point, people will just wait because they can get him on a free in six months. Right. Um, so I, I just, I don't see, because like I said, they're not going to sell him anywhere in England. I, I don't think there's an amount, I mean, there is an amount of money somebody in England could offer them. But oh, for sure. Take, yeah. It, it would be way more than I can guarantee you anybody is going to be willing to to give. You're going to pay, if you want Harry Kane in England and you want him to buy him from us, you're going to pay a premium for that. Only Newcastle and Man City can do it. Newcastle might be a team that, like, they have the money to do it. Man United, um, it seems like they're having some financial issues. Yeah. I, um, just... I think the only realistic one is Newcastle. Um, but even then, like, that's just how much money they have. I don't even know if they want him. Yeah. I don't even know if they have a desire for him. But if you have that much money, why are you buying an aged striker when you can just get a younger one? For around the yeah. same amount. I mean, you're getting a guy who is probably, I mean, he's about to be 30. He's 30. Oh, he's only like, 30? Yeah, he's not that old. Oh my God, he's been around for, he's not, he can't just be 30. How old is Harry Kane? Harry. He wants to try out for the LA Rams. If he's not going to make the, he's not going to be sold, he's just going to go to the LA Rams. Yeah, he is, he is PSG. actually. He is he Ooh. is not yet thirty. Oh my god, that guy looks like he's forty five. Um, he'll be he'll be thirty in three weeks. Well, two now weeks? I, now yeah. I hate him more. Um, looks like um, PSG is ready to push Bayern. He can go to PSG, still go to the Champions League, still get money, play with yeah. Mbappe and uh, Neymar. Oh yeah, that, baby, playing, playing that Farmers League. You know it. Play you against just it. some a bunch of bums. I mean, <laughs> do whatever you want, man. Um, so we'll finish off with the rapid fire, Frank. Uh, we're calling oh, this God. the uh, Frank Memorial uh, color round um, <laughs> because he's asked us three questions. It just asks uh, this or that uh, with colors. So oh, we have a Zach Sperling question too. Oh yes, we do have a Zach. Let's get to, let's do Zach first. We'll make Frank we'll wait. We'll make Frank wait. Uh, what was your absolute hands down best sporting event you've been to in person? Um, twenty twenty MLS Cup. I was gonna say for you, it's got to be that, right? Like I know it was during the uh, pandemic. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, was Thanks, Brandon <laughs> was, was there with? I think Zach. Um, he threw this as a softball. He threw this is the hanging curve. He knew where I was going with this because Zach and I hung out at that match and a big old hug at the end. I still remember it. Every time we see each other, we we replicate it. But uh, friend Andrew Atkins, who lives out in BFE, I don't think he has internet, so I haven't heard from him in a while. He lives out in the uh, in the boonies. And um, Adam, who just got married, by the way, congratulations, Adam. He hasn't put a shirt on since crew one. The guy that works that lives in Blacklick. Hey, I am like I am in Columbus pretty much. I am in an extension of Columbus. No, let me tell you, Brian. Andrew lives like 
multiple, multiple farms. You're passing like thousands of acres of farmland before you even get to like anywhere close to his house. Mm, okay. So it's not, no, it's very different, sir. But um, yeah, MLS Cup 2020. What about you? You know, I was thinking about this, like, because I've not been to like a championship game. Like, I've not been to, I don't know, like, I the the first thing that popped into my head, partly for sentimental value, was just the first time I went to an FSU game as a student. Mm, yeah. Because I was like, I was really proud to like be the first person in my family to go to college, and I grew up an FSU fan my whole life, and it was against Miami. Mm. It was like one of our biggest rivals. Not Miami of Ohio, folks. Miami Hurricanes. No, the Miami Hurricanes. Um, <laughs> we actually lost the game on on like the last second, but I think just like what it meant to me to be there, yeah, was like was huge. Major. So that was that was the first thing that popped into my head. I would say go with it. I would say go with it. Um, for writing, I've I've written, you know, for a lot of matches and whatnot, um, or a lot of sporting events. F- not as a fan, but when uh, last year I drove up to Minnesota, it's like fourteen hour one way trip, and Ohio State came back from twenty five points down to beat Indiana in the semifinal. That was just like. I could not imagine like the whole time I was like, this isn't going to happen. This isn't going to happen. This is going to happen. That was the best basketball game I've covered. That was the most fun basketball game awesome. that I've covered was that one. Um, <clears throat> and then close second was like a week or two later when they beat UConn in Seattle. But going to Seattle was just a cool moment in general. The whole thing was just like, I can't believe I'm doing this. This is ridiculous. But it was um, it was an awesome win. An awesome win there too. Um now we can go to the Frank Color Round, sponsored by um, Color Blindness. I like it. Uh, purple or pink? Um, pink. I'm a purple guy. Give me purple, like um, for a couple reasons. Charlotte FC's new new kits this season are purple. Oh my gosh! Uh, Grimace. I love Grimace. Uh, Grimace is actually not. It's pronounced like Versace. <laughs> Grimace. Um, Mace Windu's lightsaber. That is Purple. pretty. That is pretty cool, man. <laughs> that is pretty sweet. Uh, Prince. Prince is a, oh, is a fantastic. Can I change musician. my answer? Like purple, man. All right. Um, even though Barbie is coming out in a week or two, a week and a half, I'm gonna switch mine to purple. Um, real quick, I bought Barbenheimer. <laughs> Barbenheimer. <laughs> I think Pete might actually get me to go. I think I might go. I, might I would. Go. I would one hundred percent do like a marathon of those two. I kind of want to. I think I have other stuff that Friday night though. Actually, which well, that's no, that's the USA match. That's the US women's match that night. Um, I don't know. Anyway, uh, I'll do purple. I, I bought this shirt at a punk concert, No Effects tour, like a festival tour. It was uh, the Suicide Machines, and it's a purple shirt. And after after I bought it, they were like, "Oh, you know what? Funny enough, like my wife and her friend, they were like, oh, we couldn't imagine you.'" like buying anything purple or wearing anything purple. So now I'm kind of on a mission since then I've bought another purple shirt and I'm like, I'm just going to buy purple shirts to show you. And I think it was reverse psychology and it's working to get me to buy more purple shirts. Amy just really wanted to see you in purple. She did. Um, but okay. Purple next color. Uh, red or yellow. 
Um, yellow. For for the crew. I'm black assuming. and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. Uh, give me give me red, just because of the song from Les Misérables. Like, oh, blood, okay. Red, the blood of angry men. I just like that movie. Slash play. Slash. I never read the book. Was it a book? Yeah, it was. Victor Hugo. He can go oh. to hell. <laughs> <laughs> why, because why not? Maybe he's already there. Who knows? I mean, he's been dead for a long time, so probably. Uh, finally, green or blue? Uh, green. Give me blue. I like. Uh, you know, I know blue, blue is like your favorite color. Like that's your blue and black is like your favorite combination, isn't it? And this is before the clit. This is before. I did, I did enjoy blue, especially though. To be honest, I always enjoyed a, a nice navy. Oh, like a darker blue. Yeah, like a like a navy blue. Like a baseball, like a Cleveland Guardians blue. Sure, absolutely. A Tottenham okay. Hotspur blue, yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I can I can dig a royal blue, a cubby blue, you know, yeah. something like that. I watched okay. them. You'd have been happy, Thomas. I watched them blow a six-run lead in minute in up, in Milwaukee. Gave up eight <laughs> eight unanswered runs. I do love it. That's to, fantastic. <laughs> to lose eight to six, I've they beat the Guardians ten zero, but then they lost the next two games. I'm pretty sure. I've never seen a Cubs victory in person. <laughs> really. I've been, I've been to four four games now. I've never seen Cubs. Where were you at Game Seven in 2016? Why couldn't you go up to Cleveland, man? Why couldn't you get a ticket? Bill Murray was bringing in people. You could have went with Bill Murray, man. You could have seen them lose you. God, I hate you. Never mind. <laughs> I was in Florida, so sure, whatever. Um, okay, next. Uh, oh, that's it. Is that's, that the last one? That's all the questions. Yeah, so we'll take it home. Uh, thanks, guys, for submitting those questions. We always do appreciate that. You can. Uh, give us more questions or interact with us however you'd like on the social medias. We're at Bryant and me on both uh, Instagram and threads. Yeah, baby. Um, I assume we're also at Bryant and me on threads. It's just your, yeah, it's it's just the same. Your Instagram, it's the Instagram right? title. Yeah. Um, you can follow uh, me. I'm at pickle chip. Replace the eyes with ones on uh, both Instagram and threads as well. Um, you can follow Thomas at one Thomas Costello on both platforms. Uh, we both, we all still have Twitter accounts. We're not using them. Elon, I use my them. Twitter account still. Um, I just, oh, okay. I think people read more stuff there and I, I still keep writing. So um, yeah, which I, I wrote this cool story. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I, it, I'm not saying it's because I wrote it, I just, it's easy to write good stories. It's just easy for like when the story is already great, I just have to not screw up. I had one of those for a uh, basketball player, Ebony Walker. She decided in the off season to take a skydiving course at Ohio state, which meant she skydived at the end of the course and uh, wrote a story about how the coaches respond to it, how players responded, her mom responded, her own life leading up to that and how it helped her in life. And um, it was a pretty cool story. So if you're, on the internet, landgrantholyland.com. You can go ahead and read that article. It's free. It's not behind any paywall, no athletic, no New York Times, you know, newspaper paywall bowl crap. It's all for free. So go ahead and read it. And, um, well, I get paid, but uh, not if you read it. I just get paid in general. It doesn't matter about the reads, but you should go out to Land Grant and read it because I really enjoyed writing it. It's one of those ones where I kind of get lost in it. And I just kept writing and I realized, oh, it's been hours since I started writing this. Um, and so I, I think it's 
uh, a really fun story. And it's not again, because I wrote it just because of the story that Ebony shared with me. So um, go ahead and check that out. Please do. Um, you can pay attention to us on those social medias to see when we might record again. It might be next week. It might be a month from now. Um, oh, we're going to record next week. We're, we're, we're back. We back, baby. Okay. All right. I like it. So we'll be back next week then. Uh, please tell your friends about the pod. We always appreciate that. Tell your neighbors, coworkers, enemies, random people that you meet on the street. Uh, make sure that you tell them about the pod. We always do appreciate that as well. Uh, please take care of yourself. Please take care of each other. Take care of your mental health as well. That is very important. And you are very important to us. If you mm-hmm. are in Ohio, Thomas, what is the date of vote? August 8th. I'm going to work at my local polling place as a machine judge. Just helps people get to the machine, how to use it, whatnot. Um, make sure you vote a big emphatic no. There's only one thing on the ballot. It's issue one. Issue one is no, because if you vote yes, you're supporting the state in any future constitution updates, making it nearly impossible to do it in a state where it's already impossible to get anything through Congress unless you were a lobbyist for the Republican Party. So um, they're taking away your rights, the last rights we have to make real change to the laws of our state. Um, So if you vote yes, um, I don't know what the hell is wrong with you. People are saying, oh, because in November, you can then vote for abortion in the co- in the Constitution of the state. If you're voting yes now because of one issue that you don't agree with, wait until it is about issues that you agree with. If you're voting just because you think it's that, you can beat the election in November. Vote no on that in, in, in November if you want, if you want to go that route. But that doesn't mean you should be voting yes now because you don't want to even have a chance to potentially lose in November. So it's um, Brian and me is an emphatic no on issue one. And um, I, I have a lot of questions if you decide to vote issue one. Yes. So vote early, vote often. <laughs> um. <clears throat> Don't vote. This is not a, we're not supporting voter fraud. We're not Republicans. Oh, I support voter fraud. Just don't get caught. <laughs> this is when we get arrested. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> stop, the, stop the steal. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. Solidarity with uh, the writers and the actors who are getting ready to go on strike, as well as the UPS workers who yes. are getting ready to go on strike as well. Solidarity with them. Don't drink Starbucks. Uh, they fire people for union organizing. Don't 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 drink Starbucks. Also, just don't drink it because the coffee's not good. Um, that too. <laughs> on that note, guys, we love every single one of you. We hope you have a wonderful week. We will talk to you later. Cheers. Bye. Adios. Hasta luego. Viva yeah. Gwe.